Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within the bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush. Moses, Moses. Here I am. Do not come any closer. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face, because he was afraid to look at God. I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the other nations. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. My name is Maggie Chamberlain. I'm a senior at T.C. Williams, and I've been coming to Westminster since I was born. Our theme for the day is awe, accepting youth where and as they are, walking with them in Christian faith, and empowering them to share God's love to the world. Awe is our youth program's motto that helps us focus in on what we want to achieve. Each of us will be choosing a different part of the motto to share so you can see and experience awe in your own life. This morning, I'll be talking about how you all have walked with me in Christian faith. As many of you know, I'm senior class president and an avid babysitter. I enjoy going out with my friends, dancing, and I love shoes. What many of you don't know is that I suffer from anxiety and depression. For many people, discussing their mental health problems is a hard thing to do, and originally I felt the same way. It's hard to explain how lonely or confused or desperate you truly feel. This journey has been a roller coaster for me. There are bad days, weeks, and even months, but there are also the good ones. Recently, I have gotten a lot better. It's been a good couple of months. I have healed because of the constant support I have from my family and friends, and especially from God. God said to Moses in the text, Here I am, and later I will be with you. I know that God is with me wherever I go, no matter how lonely or joyful or content I am. And the amazing part of Westminster is that I know you are all here with me through this journey as well. I know that if I'm having a bad day, 
I can come to church and get the smiles I need. One of my favorite things to do when I'm having a bad day is read my journal from our mission trip to Haiti last summer. That trip was one of, was the, one of only um, of the many things that you all have done that has helped me heal. You all, you all have walked with me through my many journeys, and I know you will continue to support me wherever I go. So thank you. I appreciate your good mornings and smiles more than you know. And if you ever feel that you are carrying the same burden as me, reach out to those around you, especially those surrounding you in church. They will help you more than you know. As a closing, I would like to thank my mom, Patty, my dad, Rob, sister Caroline, and twin brother Grant for walking with me through the good, the bad, the ugly, and the fun. Your love has kept me going, and I will forever be grateful for all you do. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Eric Folkerts, and I am also a senior at T.C. Williams High School. We have been asked to build our sermons this morning around the scripture and around the mission statement of awe. As previously stated, it stands for accept us where we are, walk with us along our faith journey, and empower us to go out into the word. For starters, I hope you accept the fact that I am the only guy up here this morning giving a sermon. <laughs> I wore this tie to make sure you could tell because I knew the hairstyles might not do it. <laughs> In today's scripture, we learn that God presents himself to Moses in the form of a burning bush. When Moses walks to get a closer look, God calls him from within. Moses says, here I am. Then God tells Moses to take off his sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I, too, have walked to get a closer look at God's presence. I believe I have stood on holy ground in places as close as this sanctuary and as far away as Scotland and Haiti. In Scotland, we built an outdoor sanctuary for future groups to use. Everything was always wet, and the air was always cool, and we all loved all of it. In Haiti, the holy ground was dry and dusty, and the air was always humid. I rarely walked alone on that holy ground, and was often joined by a little kid named Jimmy, who became my shadow, along with a guy named Shelton, who became a new best friend. All of the experiences I've had at this church have empowered me to want to walk through different places, and to not be afraid to try new experiences. This church has played a huge role in my decision regarding what to do after high school. Because of this, I have deferred enrollment to college for 2017 so that I can hike the Appalachian Trail from Maine to Georgia. I'm starting as soon as I get back from our upcoming mission trip to North Dakota, and will hopefully be done in November, although my parents say December. But however long it takes, I hope that it will empower me to get closer to God. Thank you, Westminster, for everything you have provided me. This is a place I will keep with me as I go out into the world. I was baptized in the sanctuary. I was confirmed in this sanctuary. I became a youth elder in this sanctuary, and now I am preaching in this sanctuary. You have shown me the importance of awe, and I will show it to others as I begin my next chapter. I hope you will continue embracing all the youth that will be in this place in the years to come.
Good morning. My name is Sarah Keith, and I am a senior at South County High School. My first mission trip was last summer when our senior high youth group went to Haiti. Going into the trip, I had doubted God's power because I couldn't understand how he could let these people live in poverty. On our first day of vacation Bible school, each church sang our own national anthem, and then we all united together to sing Jesus Loves Me in Haitian Creole. I had experienced many moments of awe throughout the week, but this moment was most prevalent to me. This moment changed my perspective of religion and God's power. Singing that song and seeing everyone smiling made me realize that although they lack materialistic things, they made up for it with their dedication to religion and positive attitudes towards life. I couldn't help but smile because we were so different, but making a common connection to God through song. Moses experienced the same connection to a very different being when God contacted him through a bush that was burning but was never consumed by fire. He immediately took God's message and acted upon it as he went to free his people from slavery. I was put at ease knowing God's love was still present within all of us. After returning home, I felt more connected to God and wanted to share my story and his love with all of you. I hope that in all of our lives, we are able to feel God's presence when experiencing something new, different, or maybe even scary, or when journeying through the next chapter of our lives. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Rosie, and I'm a senior at TC. As we heard from this morning's scripture, Moses received his call to lead the Israelites out of Egypt in the form of a burning bush. Now, I don't want to give my my mom the impression that she is on the level of God, but my first experience of being asked to do something godlike was when my mom forced me to go on my first mission trip. (laughs) Before this, I had never thought of myself as a compassionate person. Like Moses, I was reluctant to take on this journey. However, however, through my first mission trip in Philly, I realized that I could make a difference in someone else's life. That mission trip also changed my life by helping me learn and understand how to, how to help someone that is in need. To this day, I'll never forget the cook, Miss Aline, at the woman's shelter. She shared her story about how she forgave the man who killed her son. She taught me the true meaning of forgiveness. After hearing her speak, I began to think about all the all the petty grudges that people hold. I began to realize that I needed to forgive the friend I was angry with from growing away from me. Miss Aline taught me that holding a grudge takes more of a toll on you than forgiveness. I invite all of you to reflect on whether there might be someone in your life you need to forgive. Now, after five mission trips, I don't know who's helping who. We, we all walk together in our Christian faith. morning. Seeing all of you here reminds me of a fun nursery rhyme from childhood. Here is the church, here is the steeple, open the doors and see all the people. It's silly but true. 
We're not a church just because we have a steeple or pews or a stained glass window or an organ. The wonderful, loving people who walk with us in Christian faith are what make Westminster a truly remarkable community. You, the congregation, have been walking with me and supporting me since before I could walk myself, and for that I am so grateful. This congregation makes sure that the youth know that they have a church home here, not just that they are extensions of their parents, and I am in awe of all of you just as much as Moses was astounded by a bush unconsumed by flames. There are literally hundreds of you who have touched my life in very special ways, but unfortunately Patrick said I only have 350 words. <laughs> Anne Ledyard, you have walked with my family and supported our fate through thick and thin. You wrote supportive notes to me, both when I learned I would be attending my dream school and when I dealt with illness. You were there with rides to school when my mom had surgery. Anne Marie, you've been amazing and supportive friends since we were toddlers. I love you, and I'm so excited for our many adventures together this summer. Patrick, you're, su you're superhuman, and your ability to simultaneously be an incredible pastor and a caring presence in every youth's life, while sleep-deprived from walk-ins, is beyond words. Kyle and Meredith and Dean and Monica, and all those who have served as youth advisors, you take time out of your busy lives to be there and walk with us. You don't have to do that, yet you still do, and that brings me awe. All of you in the church have walked by my side, supported me in my moments of weakness, and reinforced my faith, just as God did for Moses when he doubted himself. And you celebrated and lifted me up in my moments of strength. I see the Lord's work every week in the compassion of this community. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kelsey Van Horn, and I'm a senior at St. Stephen's in St. Agnes School. In March 2015, I was arriving in Normandy, France at the start of my French exchange program. As lucky as I felt to experience a complete cultural immersion with a French family, in those final moments before meeting these French strangers, I was completely petrified. I worried that despite my eight years of French, I wouldn't be able to communicate with them. I was also nervous that the differences between French and American culture would be too much for me to handle. These concerns had run through my head dozens of times in the months leading up to the trip, but on that bus, as I sat waiting to arrive, they were all hitting me at once. I was completely overwhelmed with fear and anxiety. In those final moments, though, I turned to God. As I sat there silently, I prayed that he would be with me and that he would ease my fears so that I would be able to get off of that bus with confidence. I also just talked to God. I told him that I was scared. In that moment of prayer, I suddenly felt at peace. I could feel God there with me, walking with me and easing my fears. So, of course, I was able to get off of the bus, and I'm happy to report that I survived the once terrifying trip with great ease. What I feared the most was the unknown, and it felt like God did know that everything would be okay. In the story we heard today, Moses feels a similar sensation of fear of his future. But just like for me, God came to Moses and assured him that it would be okay and that he was with him. I know that I'm glad to have God present in my life to help me through these moments of uncertainty and unknowns. I know that whenever I need him, God will be ready to walk with us and guide us through life's adventures. morning. My name is Jillian Shealy, and I'm a senior at T.C. Williams High School. 
As my car pulled up to our dorms at Shrinemont on a snowy October evening four years ago, I was excited but nervous, unsure of what to expect of the new experience lying ahead. As if in answer to the unspoken questions in my head, I saw something that I will remember forever. Derry Dupree, one of our advisors, silhouetted in the window watching for our safe arrival. While this is just a small memory, it is meaningful in that it represents what Westminster has unfailingly given me ever since that day. A family that looks out for me, cares about me, and accepts me. Unlike many of my fellow preachers, I did not grow up as a part of Westminster. I started attending Westminster in eighth grade and quickly realized that I belonged. This is because Westminster treated me as one of their own from the very start. Maybe it was when Patrick, on that very same weekend, took time to make sure that I was having fun, or when I got to experience my first youth Sunday, when I was confirmed as part of this church or was able to serve it on a mission trip to Scotland, that I felt the love and support I needed to continue on my journey in faith. But now, looking back on my few short years here, I realize that it was all of these moments and more that make me feel like I have been here forever. Like Moses, I was unsure of whether this place, this path, was the right one for me. But, also like Moses, I felt an acceptance by everyone and everything here. They reassured me I was right where I was supposed to be. In closing, I encourage each of you to find your own place of acceptance, but also be accepting to those that surround you. After all, you never know what great impact the smallest gesture, whether it be watching for someone from a window on a snowy night or taking the time to make someone new feel welcome, will have on someone looking for a place to belong. Good morning. My name is Laura, and I'm a senior at T.C. Williams. Most of us, myself included, have never had a single experience as amazing and life-changing as Moses' encounter with the burning bush. However, I certainly have experienced awe while growing up in this church, particularly in my time as a youth elder on the session. At my very first session meeting in September, I was nervous to give my first youth report and excited about this new role, but mostly I was impressed by the dedication of the members of the session. The session's commitment to reach out to members on social media, support our music program, and welcome new members made me wonder what motivated them. They are all, I'm sure, very busy people, but they faithfully come to Wednesday night meetings and Saturday morning entreats because they are so deeply committed to ensuring that the church they love thrives. This commitment isn't as exciting or flashy as the experiences that we typically associate with awe, such as a beautiful landscape or great work of literature. However, the quiet steadfastness of my fellow session members to tend to the behind-the-scenes needs of the church and those in need outside the church mirrors the deep commitment that God has to us and that Moses had to the Israelites to lead them out of Egypt. When you leave the service today, I invite you to look for awe not just in the exciting or dramatic, but also in the quiet and constant, like the commitment of the session that has so impressed me during my time as a youth elder. Thanks be to God.